Sup, you magic folk. Just want to put this at the start of the podcast, stating that uh, the deck tech for this episode doesn't start until minute marker 3730. We went on a long, funny tangent. We hope you listen to it. But if you want to just jump straight to the deck tech, go to the minute marker 3730 seconds. 37 minutes, 30 seconds. And it'll jump you right into the deck tech. So with that, here is your bonus episode. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Shall we get started on this thing? Two and a half hours later. Well worth the wait? You'll find out. Maybe. Well, that means you can't be rubbing up on the fucking table there, Johnny. He's like watching me. I'm going to do cat shit. We ready? Questions, comments, concerns? How's everyone's audio coming in? Sure. Danny. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking candy crushing over there. You fucking fucking candy crush? Could at least be. This is not Candy Crush. It's the same fucking thing. Hold on, hold on. Is it bejeweled? Because if it's bejeweled, then I'll give you a pass. No, it's not. No pass. It is Jewel Chaser. Yeah, it's fucking Candy Crush. Don't fucking nope. kid yourself. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. The fact that Candy Crush took over the whole uh, bejeweled, because bejeweled is out before okay. Candy Crush. No. No, 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 no. Jewel Quest, man. It was Bejeweled was still out before. No, um, Bejeweled ain't got shit on Jewel Quest. Okay, fuck you. You can't change my mind. Want to know something that'll change your mind? No. Five letters. No. T. E. T. It's six letters. R I S. Jesus fucking Christ! This fucking guy. Tetris. Tetris beats them all. Maybe. There's no maybe about it. <laughs> Give me a bejeweled theme that's more catchy than that. Jewel Quest, man. I'm waiting. That's where it's at. Where's the theme that's more catchy? I don't know. I haven't played it in years. <laughs> well, there's your problem. Tetris. Way better. I haven't played that in years either. Hello and welcome, magic folk. <laughs> Danny, put down the bejeweled bitch. <laughs> no. We'll leave this whole part. You just can't so- make me. You're not my mother. Right. He is your boggle, though. Yeah, well, he's tiny. So, does that make me a wob? Or would it be Wab? (laughs) Weak-ass bobble? (laughs) (laughs) 
I was being serious. That it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> to those curious, what the hell is going on right now? I showed JB for the first time, not the official WAP video, but <laughs> it was a uh, it was a parody collaboration. DJ Company mashed together WAP with the Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> Links in the description below. It's worth your watch. Let's just say I lost about fifty IQ points <laughs> that he didn't have to begin with. Yeah, I'm down to three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I only need two to survive. I'm good. So yeah, uh, JB is a total wob right now. Weak ass bobble. <laughs> Y'all are uh, terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome magic folk to this weekend MTG. Not your aggregate news source this time. Uh, we're going to try something special. As you can tell, this is a very more laid back, fun episode. We're bringing back this week in MTG after dark. Holy crap, this is technically after dark because we're recording this at 1030 right, right now. Two and a half hours after we were supposed to. Yep. Because our producer has no time management skills. Which, honestly, folks, this is this is about normal. Okay. We're always two and a half hours behind right. schedule. We, we, we say we're going to start at like 536 and it's usually 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock before we start recording. And yet they still don't read the show notes. <laughs> even right? if even if we had read them, we still wouldn't have started on time. Exactly. Yeah, but you would have had way more time to have read them. I can't multitask. <laughs> so some of you are probably wondering, what's going on? Well, I guess, as as Danny said, well, hold on, before we get that far, who who are we? Well, we have Danny. We already said his name. We talked about our local wob, JB. Weak ass bobble. No, I'm a wet ass boggle. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'd rather be the weak ass bobble than the wet ass boggle. But I'm slippery. <laughs> Please stop digging yourself in this ditch. You want some macaroni? <laughs> I'm Matt. Hello. <laughs> Stir that pot, boy. <laughs> you didn't even know what this was 30 <laughs> minutes ago. You didn't know the reference. He still doesn't know what it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> to those listening, figure it out on your own. You got Google. You got a bird of mouth, boy. This is not for anyone below the age of 16. I'm going to make you squeal like a pig. That now makes it less than, or more than eight, or less than eighteen. You cannot listen to this. Don't, don't episode. kid yourself; it'll be twenty-five. <laughs> Anyone more- under the age of sixty, please turn off your radio. Anyone over sixty, please turn. They off can't your radio. hear it anyway, so they, they it doesn't matter. I don't know, man. Like some of those hearing aids, they tap into some <laughs> such weird signals. <laughs> Just don't stand close to your microwave. <laughs> They don't need a radio. They can just turn the dial and pick it up. Fucking tinfoil hat. <laughs> they fry their brain even faster that way. <laughs> Wearing a tinfoil hat with a, with a hearing aid. I just want to make my pot pie. <laughs> oh, the mac and cheese is overcooked. <laughs> ah! 
No one likes burnt macaroni and cheese. Why does my macaroni sound funny, Ethel? That's not a wop. That's a bop. A burnt ass. Bop. So no, it would be a dap. 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 A burnt. Oh, hold on. Uh, a, it's a bap. A burnt ass boggle. No. Ethel would be a dap. What? Please explain what you mean by dap. No, no, no. Dry think, ass pussy. Hold on. I think you need to explain Ethel. Dab. Who's It'd be watch- a dab. Because we're watching- sitting with Boggle, not that. But yeah, we're just a dry ass Boggle. That's what happens when I get old. Or if I sit on I the I thought you were old. I'm not that old yet. You want to reminisce about not I until, Love Lucy episodes? Not until, not until next year. Hey, I Love Lucy's good show, okay? For those that don't know, I, I can't remember the exact date because I'm a horrible person, but JB's birthday is coming up actually pretty soon, right? Yeah, within... He doesn't even know his birthday. <laughs> About a month. <laughs> That's how old he is. He I, doesn't remember his own birthday. I had to do the math. He has to, to try to remember the MASH reunion special to go off of. Hey, don't talk shit about MASH, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Green Acres is where it's at, bro. Green Acres is a place for me. <laughs> from living. Oh my God. So your birthday is five weeks away. Yeah. See, he remembers. No, because I actually looked it up. <laughs> well, fuck off then. You had to fucking think about it. I knew it was in October. Yeah, it's October next month. Because... What day? Okay, so a lot of people I know have a birthday in October. Is it the 6th? <laughs> nope. Wrong. Okay, it's the 11th then. Nope. nope. Damn. Do, 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 do. He's never going to guess it. Do, do, I have uh, 28 do, more guesses. Do, 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 do. He'll never get it. You'd actually have 29 there, sir. Damn. Yeah, there's 31 in the month. I went to Manome and called Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the 5th? No. Nope. I'm getting away from it. 16th. Nope. Too high. 12th. Nope. 11th. Nope. You already said the eleventh. Tenth. Nope. No. You're going away from it. Fourteen. There we go. Hey. Ding 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 ding. On guess number eight. After you said the same number twice. Fucking air horror. It's gonna get there sooner or later. There's only so many numbers. How many how many how many numbers in or how many days in that month? Thirty one. There we go. Boom. Test me on any other month, I'll have to use my knuckles. How about February? What year? <laughs> that um, one year. On the 31st, I know that there's trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're all fucked if it's February 31st. Holy yeah, shit. That's what I'm saying. If it's the, on the 31st, we're in trouble. Oh, my God. What the fuck did they wow. teach you in Monoman? Apparently the wrong, oh wrong stuff. God. Magic oh. folk out there, how about we teach you <laughs> about what we're doing here? Well, how about me and Danny teach you? <laughs> let's, let's, let's leave you out of the teaching. You go use your fingers and toes to count three yeah, days you, in February. You go you take your shoes off, count your toes. Calm, calm down there, you wob.
<laughs> wow. Uh, you want some bony macaroni? Oh, that's too fucking good. Okay, so we're here, actually, because we're trying something different. No, it's not a weird comedy section. No, this is... 12, It'd be funny to do it. But, 12 right? minutes in of us just talking and laughing. Eat your heart out, Dane Cook. We have we have a reason for this episode, and I'll get to it right now. Will you? Not at this rate. <laughs> kind of figured that. We have a deck tech. Uh, I'm pretty sure the title description will, will let you know that, or depending on how I feel when I edit this, maybe I'll just make the title of this a wob. The Boggle Story. He, he Matt. <laughs> Good Lord. Kids these days, I tell you what. Right? Kids these days and their fucking rap music. A Tale of a Boggle and His Exploration Age. Wop. Wob. Not wop. Wob. Niv, miss it. He's already fucking it up. So this deck tech is specifically brought to you by the Wob himself. <laughs> God. It's going to keep going, JV. Oh, shit. It's going to keep happening. Just be prepared. Make sure your old ears can handle this. Am I going all the way to Georgia? <laughs> to get some nice Wop. <laughs> it's like mac and cheese. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get lost in Tennessee. Right? I'll get halfway there. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing again? Deck tech. Let's focus. So, <laughs> JB, please give us a, a quick synopsis. 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 Rewind. <laughs> a quick synopsis of the deck and what it's supposed to be doing here. Well. So I got a wild hair up my ass one day. I can't even remember why. To be a wob. Well, no, I don't even know what set it off. I, th- I, I, if I remember correctly, it was because you were within the league before COVID happened. Everyone was playing Tron. Oh, that could be maybe. It and was the- and you're like, you know what? I'm going because everyone was playing Green Tron at that time. No, it was Etron or Etron. Yeah, because Green Tron just got banned a couple months sooner. Uh, fucking Etron, I remember that. That was a devastating first round top eight loss. I was I was pissed. I fucking Etron. God damn it. So you're like, I'm gonna make my yeah. own Tron. Right. That no one that no one runs. In a janky ass way. Yeah. Just because lives up to the name of Janky Boggle. Right. And because I love angels so much and they're high cost. And hey, Tron mana. Why not? Piss so, on it. Let's marry the two. So is it J Wob? Drob. Drob. Jay's silent. Or you can say Wob. Jay's just silent. Or right. how about. Uh, Wob. <laughs> it's French. How about. Wob. Wob. How about Drob. No, it's, it's what? 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 W H A T. Weak ass Tron. What? No. <sighs> okay. We're off on our roll. JB. What's, no. what's the H then? <laughs> Don't you know how to text? You don't put an H when you're going W-A-T. That's wet. (laughs) Yeah. This is just showing you how old he is. Just spell the fucker out. It's one letter. Hey, man. Back in the day. But you remember when texting on the first phones you had to 
T9, I had that shit memorized, not man. E- not even, not before fucking T9. You had to literally go oh, yeah, the and ABC? click. Yeah, the ABC. Yeah. You had to click everything. Well, it was yeah. just one less letter. That you, and you're restricted to 60 characters yeah. per message. The fucking old Nokia brick phones. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those are Fuck great. Yeah. Played, I, I, Played I, Snake I, all day long. <laughs> you fucking yeah. hear it, Cotton. <laughs> yep, and I had the second gen Nokia that had bowling. Yep, and then if somebody tried to rob you, you could just turn around and beat their ass with it. Yep, it was your great. phone up and call 911. Yep, <laughs> stab them with the antenna. <laughs> Play hacky sack with that phone. <laughs> Fucking right. But no, it's it just comes to from, or it was mainly computer, like chat lines. Right, AOL. I believe AOL. AOL. I, didn't, I never had AOL because we lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere. We right. didn't have internet until. I had MSN. MSN. We, we finally got dial up after everyone had DSL. <laughs> Dick sucking lips. <laughs> the acronym episode. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to this week in acronyms oh with God. your hosts JB. Let's pull up D-O, Urban Dictionary. Mo. <laughs> oh God. God. <laughs> Jinx. You owe me a coke. <laughs> no, I jinxed you, you fuck. You didn't say you owe me a Coke. I said you owe <laughs> me a Coke. I don't want Coke. I want Coke a Coke. sucks. I want a Coke. Coke sucks. Calm down, JB. Actually, Coke blows. <laughs> <laughs> Lead us off. Let's jump into this. Dive into this deck. <laughs> so, so there we were. Yeah, baby, let's go. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was trying no. to do a little throwback to a couple episodes ago. That will never take off, Matt. Should I play that song again? I, I, I will shut you down every single time you try to do that. Every time. Every time. He'll throw that pot of macaroni on you. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> oh, I'll make it rain macaroni. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me that the mac- macaroni has bacon bits in it or hot dogs. Do you want an infection? <laughs> Doesn't everyone's macaroni have hot dogs in it? That's a little too much meat. <laughs> and that's how you became a wop. <laughs> wob. Maybe <laughs> a wob. <laughs> Just put on my snorkel and dive right in. You're about the same size. Why do you think I got gills, bro? Does a does a boggle have gills? It's a frog. I never noticed. It's a frog technically, so I can yeah. Swim around in that shit, no, bro. Frogs don't have gills, do they? They have gill slit or they have little weird slitty thingies. <sighs> Fine, you're all making. We're doing a Google on this uh, before we even get to the deck. Jesus Google Christ, that shit. Niv miss it. Hold on, hold on. Even better, even better. Listen to this. Hey Google. Does a frog have gills? On the website animals.mom.com, they say, Frogs, like salamanders, newts, and toads, are amphibians. Most amphibians begin their life cycles as water-dwelling animals, complete with gills for breathing underwater. To find out more, look for the link in your Google Home or Google Assistant app. To the Google Assistant app, I guess. I'm surprised you didn't set my phone off. <laughs> I don't have mine set to, hey, Google. It didn't pull it up. Wah, wah, wah. Well, 
we have deviated too far. We're at 20 minutes, and all we've done is make swap jokes <laughs> and just barely touched on the deck itself. This is after dark. We do whatever we want. I don't know. I always get a kick out of the memes where people are like, Cardi B makes music for these kind of people. <laughs> and now, now she makes it for a boggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam now. It's your mac and cheese, sir. Get it right. Right? Nom, 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 nom. Danny's just sitting over here. He's like, man, <laughs> fucking just got to get going with this shit. Eat that shit like Kobayashi. <laughs> or mac and cheese. <laughs> you guys are making me hungry. <laughs> I think we can order some mac and cheese. <laughs> Casey's does mac and cheese pizza. Ooh. This does not even sound good. Right? It's because it's not But wet. pizza does sound good, though. There's dominoes right down the road. We'll order as you guys start talking about this deck. Domin hose. Domin wob. Domin hose and pizza slut. Let's so, talk about some Angel Tron here. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of pizza, the Little Caesars by my house closed. <laughs> I was very fucking disappointed. I pulled in there to go get some pizza, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Fucking looking in the windows and shit. Like, what the fuck? There's not even a counter in there anymore. Like, it's fucking gone. Makes me mad. I like their five dollar hot and ready's. Yeah, they went in and came out in five minutes too. Right? But they're so good. For five dollars you can't complain. Nope. Well well Danny's scrolling over here on Candy Crush. I'm waiting for you guys. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I have it pulled up on Moxfield. Ooh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, so hey, new plug there, producer. Well, we can't really plug them. We just well, we, we can, can we can we can plug them as we're sending an email saying, "Hey, can we fucking be sponsored by you, you fucks?" I mean, not, we already to, plugged your ass, so let's go. Come on, doesn't have to be sponsored. It'd be like, "Hey, can we get an interview with you, bud? We'd love to promote you. We actually love your uh, tech building site." And then in the interview, hey, sponsor us. Don't be greedy, you wob. Or we'll chase you down <laughs> and beat you in a dark alleyway with a pot of macaroni. <laughs> There's nothing. No, just a wet noodle. <laughs> just a wet... <laughs> Not a pot of noodles, just just a wet noodle. Just strangle him with a wet string of spaghetti. Fucking. It's <laughs> a big ass lasagna noodle. <laughs> you just slap him across the face. <laughs> I can envision this in my head, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Those things are huge. That's what she said. Ooh. That's not what Cardi <clears throat> B said. No one cares. Right? So what are we doing? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> what are we doing? Struggling trying to order some dominoes right now. <laughs> and you call me old. Matt's, Matt's mind's going like 400 pizza. different directions. Doesn't know which <laughs> way to go. He's distracted by the wobbin. And you all wonder why I'm I'm late. Hey. Here's here's the actual reason why Matt can't do anything right. on time. But he does do his routes on time. Well, most of the time. I get paid for that. 
a little, in a a little way, more president in, time. In that. a way, you're getting paid for this. How? Side note, folks, we don't get paid for this. We don't. <laughs> Unless you we're want sponsored. us to start a Patreon. We're, we're losing money the amount yeah. of beer that we drink making right? these episodes. I'm on a strict maybe two beer diet. Hey, I tried for the, the sponsorship discount. It didn't work. Josh, hit us up. Right? Give us the sponsorship <laughs> discount. Come on. <laughs> you love us. Oh, my God. So, part of that play EDH Discord. Yeah, y'all need to send me like an invite to that shit because I'm not in it. And, Go uh, to Reddit, old man. Yeah. I don't know how to work Reddit. Um, it's better than Twitter. Apparently I don't even are, know how to work uh, Twitter. <laughs> wow. I just made Matt drop his phone. They're pulling Mana Crypts and Gaius Kratos from in mid-power and battle cruiser. What? Like they're banned? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, so where were we? Hostess with the mostest. background because we were talking about e-tron and you're like fuck e-tron yeah because e-tron sucks and then you're like hey i'm gonna make something a, a tron just to be like everyone else because you're you're like hey i'm gonna make fun of everyone with this um, yeah because more more to that e-tron story i was playing boggles by the way if it's not surprising to people yeah and chalice on one really kind of yeah it's it's dumb yep it's fucking stupid. It should be banned. I hate it. I want to burn that card. And it's getting reprinted in Time Spiral Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> let let more people get their hands on this card. No. No, because especially now that half the Tron deck's been reprinted in Double Masters. Which makes this Angel Tron deck a little more cheaper for you. Just a little bit. So let's just. <laughs> just oh fuck! Well, I ended up flicking my wrist to get like my watch to move down because it was one of those weird things. Like, hey, just flick your wrist, get it down. Right. Hit my fucking thumb right in the fucking chair. Ah. Fucking Christ! Fucking chair's beating me. The fuck are you staring at, kitty cat? A wob. <laughs> just like what the fuck. <laughs> That's what we say all the time. At least I say it all the time. Looking staring off into the distance. That's fucking got the thousand yard stare like your cat was in World War Two or some shit. That's a Johnny. Fucking flashback to Vietnam. Ah! Damn. So JB, what are you? What are you trying to do with this mono white Angel Tron deck? Pretty much just beat your face with angels that I cheated in way too fast. That is a hell of a description. Shall we go over some cards here? Let's start off with the lands. Uh, you know, that gives it like a good, strong idea of what the deck is supposed to be doing. Or like, you know, the colors, the identity, and stuff like that. So in your uh, in your main board, you have nine planes. You have a single blast zone. And two, Nykthos, Shrine to Nyx. Yep, yeah, those uh, 
the Nyctos are just to help with uh God fucking damn it, Danny. <laughs> Turn off bejeweled <laughs> notifications. It was Q one oh five commenting on my post. What? Yeah. Q uh I my guess is um I'm sorry, but Gunner's a douche. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was Gunner who posted a picture of him on back porch doing on a fire. So hey, what are you doing? So I took a picture of us, like our mics. Oh yeah. Posted it. So I was like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I was like, oh. or very nice. With Borat. Nice. Very nice. I met Chow one time at Northern Invasion. He was pretty good. I felt he didn't like me because I made a bad joke about uh, a thousand foot crutch. They were doing a they were doing a cover of Lincoln Park, mm. and I'm like, uh, they were uh, thousand foot TFC is what their their banners were behind them. Yep, and I'm like TFC. It stands for the fake cover <laughs> because they were doing a cover of Lincoln Park, and Chow didn't appreciate that. <laughs> I thought they were TFK. Yes, TFK. Because oh, it's crutch yeah, with TFK. KR. Yeah, yeah. shows how much you fucking know. Yeah, and I was going with K for cover. <laughs> I know, I said the fake cover. God damn it, man. Calm your wob ass down. Hey, you should save that real quick. So yeah. it updates. Did I not save it? I don't know. Oh my god. I think it just automatically saves Another point for Moxfield. Woo! Okay, because, yeah, if you're on the phone, it doesn't have the different headings. Oh, it doesn't? No. So, I, it's just one of those. One of those things. Oh, there we go. I signed in, then it does it. Okay. But if you're just a guest looking at it, it doesn't. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, cool. We can be logged in at the same time. Nice. It's super sick. That's fucking cool. Moxfield. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna hit these guys up. I Do it. I kid you not. Do it now. Yeah, right now. So you don't fucking forget. Month and a half later. Oh, we have email. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. <laughs> So, Wizards of the uh, Moxfield is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Oh, nice. Because at the very bottom, so the art of Moxfield homepage is the card, Italia no, Primal no. Storm. No, there. Uh, it says down here, Moxfield LLC is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Moxfield LLC may use trademarks and other intellectual properties of Wizards of the Coast LLC, which is permitted under Wizards fan site policy. Magic the Gathering is a trademark of Wizards. For more information about Wizards of the Coast or any of the Wizards trademark or other intellectual property, please visit their website. Nice. Well, then they must be talking to us about the logo then. Okay, so we were last talking about the lands there. Yes, the lands. Did we even start talking about the lands? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. I started <laughs> talking about Nyctos and then something fucking derailed us again. Oh, don't worry. We'll listen to this. I'm so going to be posting on the Discord being like, 
Who wants to just hear like a bunch of unedited tapes of us fucking up? Yeah, who's got five hours of their life that they want to throw away? This would be the perfect time for us to, like, as soon as we drop that, we have a YouTube and we post it up on there. See, we need the camera up in the corner of the room. I'll get working on it. So we can be cool like the Masters of Modern. We'll get there. Don't worry. Or just any podcaster. Right. We are the Nords of North Dakota. With Kalheim coming out, we all, Danny Grow Beard, we all have beard. <laughs> you got just so you out. Just so you know, not all fucking Vikings had beards, you dumbass. <laughs> and, honest, and honestly, and honestly, I am more Norwegian than either one of you. <laughs> so you can go shut your fucking faces. I'm going to come over here and just shave your beard off. Not just no. all of it, just, just strips. It. Shave Don't strips do out of it. Don't do it. Hey, hey, hey JB. What? I, I think we got a persona now for Danny. What? He's Hiccup. <gasps> hiccup. Yes. He's yes, totally he is. Hiccup. He's totally hiccup. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Murphy's toothless. <laughs> Here's the thing though. If it weren't for me, you guys would be fucked. <laughs> I'll use my brain when you guys use your bronze and can't think of anything. <laughs> right? You fucking bailing us out. You guys can be the twins. <laughs> rough neck and rough nut and tug nut. <laughs> no, it's, r- it's rough neck and tug nut. Rough nut and tough nut. I know because the kids watch the fucking series all the time. Anyway, you guys will be the twins and whatever, but I can't breathe. <laughs> Matt, do you need to listen to your audio again? It's in and out. In. Oh, I thought you were referencing the WAP video. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I don't know where to cut this shit now. God, at this point, it's just like cut out the big spaces. Just, just leave it all. That's, that's that's what that's what after darks are. This is supposed to be a tech tech, not an after dark. Well, it's after dark. It's a deck tech after dark. I'm totally gonna. This have is to. X-rated deck teching, right? Where it's uncensored, right? <laughs> Fucking Tron. I'm gonna have to like do a a disclosure at the beginning and be like, "Hey, if you want to listen to the deck tech, jump to this part of the podcast. <laughs> jump to the two hour mark, please." <laughs> That's when we actually start talking about the deck. <laughs> Mainly talking about the deck. Well, clearly, we're going to have to go over the lands here again. Oh, shit. Along with everything else. Uh, yeah, no. I will totally put a disclaimer. Everybody listening at this point, who is still listening. If you've made it this far, you might get to the deck deck in 20 minutes. If you made it this far, you're a true legend. Thank you so much for dealing with us. If you've made it this far, you get a free t-shirt. No, oh, uh, JB. God damn it. Close your mouth. We don't have t-shirts to give. We barely have a wob to pass around. 
I'm fucking passed around like a pot of macaroni. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> what the fuck did you start? I didn't expect this. I 100% did not expect this. You when, know, you know no, no, the no. maturity level of this guy. When, when I like showed the video. It's about as big as a boggle. <laughs> Boggles are not very big. When I showed the video, honestly, I expected JB to just be like, this is stupid and do what you did and look away. <laughs> but I couldn't. It was like a train wreck, dude. Like you can't, you don't want to watch, but you can't look away. Link in the description below. <laughs> you have to watch it as well, I guess. That way you can know oh what this, uh, what, what are we at? Oh, holy crap. 50 minutes right now, probably a little under with some editing magic. Uh, so how about we say that this is the point where we actually talk about the deck, guys? We're going to ride that horse? Oh, my God. <laughs> Down the road to the old town. <laughs> Down that old town road. It's Sorry. Been a, it's been a while. <laughs> been stuck in this heart-shaped box. Okay, this is it. The official start of the deck Tekken. Right here, right now. No more wobs. This is where the disclaimer is going to tell people that actually care about the deck to come and listen to. I promise. For now. So let's just do this little thing where it's like, hello, those guys that are listening. Welcome to the actual deck tech. <laughs> J- JB, give us a rundown of the deck quickly with the Etron <sighs> BS, and then we'll we'll focus hard on this. Okay, so yeah, I hate Etron. <laughs> Obviously, that's the that's the, that's the quick low dirty of it. I hate Etron. Perfect, quick there to the point. Etron, JB hates. He made his own Tron. What Tron is this? It's White Tron. What kind of white Tron? It's got big ass angels. Boom. Big ass angels. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an acronym, and it was BA. You have a sheep deck. <laughs> you got any Velcro gloves? He did go Tron, so he kind of is a sheep. Oh, shit. Okay. Before we deviate too far again. Let's give, let's give a lowdown of this deck list here. So that way you all know what we're working with. We have the description down below using Moxfield. You, if, if, if you didn't, if you skipped up to this point, you didn't hear a rant and us deviating. Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple, multiple times. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, we can't even say it was deviating. We just, like, completely derailed. And I We jumped you, off it, the cliff. It won't be the last time either. Uh, foreshadowing so in this deck I'm going to cover the lands here real quick JB's going to cover the Tron well I mean the Tron pieces are pretty Tron we have nine lands a blast zone nine lands Jesus nine planes yes there's nine lands only nine lands in this whole deck JB what the fuck are you doing (laughs) there's nine planes a single blast zone. We have 
two Nykthos Shrine to Nyx and the full Tron land cycle. Uh, so four mine, Urza Mines, four Power Plants, and four Urza's Towers. Yep, yep, yep. And ways to specifically tutor up the Tron pieces, you have Expedition Map. Like, hand in hand with Tron. So, like, that, that in itself is just Tron right there. You got Expedition Map, you got Urza's Mine, Urza's Power Plant, and Urza's Tower. That's your Tron right there. So, JB, you looked at Tron. You knew that that was what you're supposed to be doing, is having those 16 cards and then incorporating lands and other big, powerful spells. What was another big, powerful spell that you really wanted to cast when you had Tron that's not like Karn or Ugin? So one of the big tipping points was when uh, Core 21 got spoiled. And there's a certain card that's exactly seven mana called Chromatic Ori that really kind of sparked it and pushed this deck forward. It was like, all right, okay, now I have to build this. I have to do this. So Chromatic Ori, you can spend mana as any color, and you can tap it for five mana. So basically, almost all my angels are five. Five drops. So the dream, living the dream with this deck is you want to turn three Tron with a Chromatic Ori in hand. You cast the Ori, and then you drop one of your angels. And you just start beating wholesale ass. Danny, give us a lowdown on some of those angels there. Because I know that you're also a fan of angels. You have an angel commander deck. Well, I guess, yeah, I do, but I don't. Um, so we're looking at uh, two Archangel Absence. Uh, we have three Baneslayer Angels. We have a single Bruna, the Fading Light. Two Gisela, the Broken Blade. And then one Lyra, Dawnbringer. Bringing out the end of the Angels. Don't forget Iona. And Platinum Angel. I'm sorry. The way the way this deck is set up, I should say, the angels that I listed are your quote-unquote infantry. So those are your beat face guys. Um, he does have two other angels in this deck, which are, like you said, Iona Shield of Emra and Platinum Angel. There's two Platinums, but those are... The angels that you are gonna typically cast through Tron, because otherwise you're hardly ever gonna get up to nine or seven mana in a modern, modern game. But yeah, it's uh, played this deck a few times with my white life gain deck. If I can run like it's supposed to, I can beat it. But if if you miss a step or miss a play, this deck is going to run you out quick. Yeah, the uh, the Angel Tron has more than a few ways to be interacting with the board. So this is mono white. You have a playset of Path to Exile, a modern staple, 
I guess we should have said that as well. This is a modern deck. I don't know. Could have been implied that, you know, Tron, modern. Right? Because, yeah, I don't think Tron really gets played in Legacy. Nah. And the only other place where Tron was Popper, but now Popper, Tron is like screwed over because they no longer have Expedition Map in Popper. That's banned. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Maybe because they didn't want Tron in Popper. Right? So your ability to control the board, you have a playset of Path to Exile, and you have Wrath of God, a th- uh, three of those. So the you're just removing creatures, hoping to be able to successfully get your Tron pieces put together so you can drop a big angel or a chromatic orrery. Because, yeah, uh, with, with a bunch of those angels, they're all five mana. Chromatic orrery can cast an Ark, Angel Avacyn, a Bane Slayer, a Drisella, a Lyra Dawnbringer. But there's one creature that we didn't talk about yet. JB, what is that creature that we did not talk about yet? Okay, so we have a special creature here. We have Thalia's Lancers. And this lets you tutor for quite a few targets in this deck. Because it tutors for a legendary. A legendary card, not just a legendary creature. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can pick up your Chromatic Ori if you need it. You can pick up a Nykthos if you need an extra boost for white. And that is white, white three. So if you get Tron on three with Chromatic Ori, you cast this, you search for the appropriate legendary that you need coming up next turn. Like Iona, maybe? Color lock somebody? Getting the color lock is pretty strong right away. Because Iona is just resilient to almost everything except for Wraths and Path. But at that point, it's like, what else is really resilient to something like that? Um, Platinum Angel? Would it be an answer to Iona? So you just like each other out, basically. But what are the chances of you running Iona and your opponent running Platinum Angel? Right. I really don't know that many people that run Platinum Angel. Yeah. I don't think it's much of a, a, a techie thing to be using, at least in the current meta. No. For sure. Maybe this deck will change the meta. Maybe. Probably won't. Probably just, won't, right. Just what if. It'd be cool, though. Get get her name out there. Or get this JB's of, name out there. Get a lot of people running this. And your deck is Skyworking Price. Right? That'd be sweet. Or crash because it's shit. Right. <laughs> that That's more likely. Probably. So there's a bunch of angels in here, JB, but there are two cards that can make way more angels than just one. Like, you cast a spell that's an angel, like a Baneslayer. That's one spell, you get a angel. What's the other spell that allows you to get multiple angels? Well, that would be one of my favorites from War of the Spark. Finale of Glory. What does that do? It drops a bunch of shit. Like, how much shit? Well, it depends on what you got for mana open. Oh, you have Tron, though. Like, you got seven mana on turn three. Right? Plus with an Ori or Nykthos out. I mean, late game, you could be dropping... You could be casting this thing for, you know, X is 16 or 17. 
turn four, you would be able to cast this just for its max already. Right, and I have actually done that once or twice. Yeah, it's it's not that hard to do. You get natural Tron, like turn one, you play a Tron piece, turn two, and then you cast Expedition Map. Turn two, you play your other Tron piece, and then sack the Expedition Map. Turn three, play your last Tron, drop down an Orrery, and then, I don't know, I guess at that point you're going to be dropping any five-drop angel, like Baneslayer preferably, or Lyra Dawnbringer. Or board wiping, because Chromatic Order, you can, even though it pays for five, taps for five, you can use it to cast Wrath of God or a Path to Exile as well to mm-hmm. help clear up the board. But then turn four, you finale of glory for 10 two twos and 10 four four flying angels. And right. that is a cannon a lot of opponents don't want to be staring down on turn four that don't have a damnation or a uh god i'm trying to think of like some other board wipes because not wrath even of god but wrath of god yeah but i don't think a lot of main board pl- or a lot of people are playing that in the main board no. like same with anger of the gods but well, that would only be taken out the two i mean you got blue white control that runs supreme verdict but the, yep but right now blue you got band control with uh uro but I don't think a lot of those lists are running a Supreme Verdict right away. No, not the Uro piles aren't. No. Yeah, the only thing that you'd have to do or worry about really is like the the rogue style black deck that has a damnation or maybe coming up against Blue Tron that runs Cyclonic Rift. Ugh, don't remind me. <laughs> but or or anybody that not, not not a lot of people are having EEs in, in the main board either. So, like, game one, cast that turn four. Your opponent's staring down the, the barrel of a cannon with 10 two twos and 10 four four flyers. Fun fact, I've actually cast a Finale of Glory for 10 or more in a normal standard match before. Only once, but I did it. Duly noted. It was a long-ass, grindy game, and I was like, ha, 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 and I dropped that fucker for 10, and they scooped. Yeah, that, the power on board, if they don't have a response to that, like, that, that is the embodiment of a of modern turn four win right there. Well, I mean, you can't, if you cast it for X equals 10, you're dropping, what, 64 power on the board? Mm-hmm. There's not many people that can deal with that. Yeah, especially game one. That would be actually 60 power, not 64. No, you got four fours. Yeah. 10 four fours, that's 40. And then you get oh, uh, 10, 20. Two twos. two twos would be 20. 20. So, so I must 60. have did it for 11 then. But you're, but you're hoping to cast something on turn four. That, 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 that would be 66 then. Yep, 66. Because, yeah, when I first did it, I thought I only got the angels. So I dropped like 44 power, and then they were like, no, you get the two twos with it. And like after the guy scooped, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, this is great. It's an and? I'm yep. like, hell yeah. Finale Gor- Glory is a great mana sink in this deck sh- so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I've, I've been able to cast it a couple times with this deck, and it's it's I love it. It's great. Rightfully so. So we were talking about Wrath of God and Path to Exile earlier. 
JB, what's some other spells that you use to help get you into the game where you would be able to drop multiple angels, get the Iona color lock, or even to cast a large uh, finale of glory? Like what, what helps you get to there? Like we talked, like I said, Wrath of God, Path to Exile to help keep the board clear. There's one more thing. Well, for, and this was a personal include. I was just kind of searching up on Scryfall, found a, you know, a couple things and ran across Norn's Annex. And I was like, you know what? This would be perfect for aggro. You know, if somebody wants to try to speed under me, you know, I can easily get this out turn three anyway, even without Tron, because you can pay the Phyrexian for it. I think uh, also most Tron decks uh, succumb to any form of aggro, like Mono Red Burn or the Prowess variants of Boros, Is It, or Rakdos Prowess, uh, pretty quickly because you know they hit really hard, really quick, and Tron wants to be going off on like turn three plus, where these decks are going off on turn two, turn one, and turn three, like especially if they're on the draw. Mm-hmm. So Norn's Annex, create addition to slow that down then? Oh, yeah. No, I've been happy with it. I've I've been able to drop it you know, multiple times because I've run this deck on uh, MTGO, ran it through some queues and stuff and, and, and played against it. And I got to say, I love I love the Norn's Annex. I've almost thought about running up to three copies, honestly. So the four life that you'd be paying for the Frexian White, that's not a big deal with your angels, correct? No, because a lot of them have lifelink. Gains that up when, with one block or one swing right there. Right. And t- JB, tell us about this super spicy include right here. Like, I like it a lot because I'm just like a weird person that enjoys like super spicy includes and stuff like this. Oh, you're talking about my one other uh, favorite card that I decided to throw in here for shits and giggles? It really makes you a wob. Right? So we got overwhelming splendor. Nothing like just adding insult to injury. Just dropping it on somebody and say, oh, yeah, haha, your, your, your board state is just shit now. You suck. Yeah, overwhelming splendor. White, white, six, enchantment or a curse, enchant player. Uh, creatures enchanted player controls lose all abilities and have base power and toughness 1 1. Enchanted player can't activate abilities that aren't mana abilities or loyalty abilities. I'm drawing a little bit of a blank on like some <laughs> modern activate. Secure your tribe scout. Secure your tribe scout gets uh, demolished by this, so prime time can't be ramping out a little quicker. Also shuts down Ballista. Oh, yeah. Walking Ballista. Good call with that one. I almost completely forgot Walking Ballista is a deck. Shuts down Life Gain. Shuts it, down a lot of things. The, all creatures lose, like, if they lose all abilities, when they come in, they're just a 1-1 one, one with nothing. So no ETB triggers happen, correct? Right. Oh. So, yeah, this is just way better. Snapcaster no longer does anything. Tarmogoyf no longer does anything. Bob no longer does anything with an overwhelming splendor. And for the sheer fact that this is Tron, like six colorless white white is not that difficult for you to achieve then, right? No, not usually. The unfortunate thing about this is like it's it's a one of right now running 
and you are unable to tutor it up with Thalia's uh, Lancers. Right. I've I've honestly thought about either upping the count or um, adding in a idyllic tutor or something, some sort of tutor for it, but it's been kind of hard to figure out what to shave to do that for. Right. Definitely a little more playtesting. So... This is roughly the the main board here. We've talked about every card. Um, give us the lowdown on like how this all works together. Like it does the whole Tron thing of like turn one, turn two, turn three. You get Tron online and survive up to that point. But then after that, the goal, the ideas, the thoughts, the casting, sequencing, etc. Pretty much just try and beat wholesale ass just cheating out angels trying to get them out faster gaining life racing aggro so my question is when it comes to uh thalia's lancers then this is a five mana the five mana tutor for a legendary card reveal it put in your hand when you're tutoring with thalia's lancers what is like nine times out of ten, like most often, are you going to be tutoring with this card? Creature wise, no, just anything wise. Like, anything wise. Yeah. So it's like you're able to cast this. Let's say turn four. Okay, turn four. You're casting this, or turn or even turn five. Just turn five alone. You're casting this. Okay. Well, turn five. Generally, if I'm casting a turn five, it means I'm hard casting it. Uh, so I'm generally going to go for either the chromatic warrior or Nyctos. Okay. Just to, to boost my available mana. Um, if I've already got the Ori out, then usually I'll go for... And this is on like the turn three when you're saying you have Ori out, right? Yep. Okay, so Tron Ori. into Ori on turn three, um, cast Lancers, if you have Lancers at that time, or even yep. turn four, if you draw into a Lancers, you cast that. Usually, depending on what I need, I'll get either the like a Bane Slayer, or if I'm facing down some pretty big creatures, I can even get an Avison. Because um, then I can either keep the Lancers around another turn, or I can chump block with it after that to initiate the board wipe flip on Avison. Uh, one thing to note here is uh, Bane Slayer can't be tutored up with Thalia's Lancers. Oh, yeah, that's right. True. Yep. Yep. Just wanted I forgot to... about that. Cut that out. Future Matt. Cut it out. But usually I'll go for my other pieces of either Gisela or Bruno, though, too. So main board right now, is there anything in particular that you see that you want to, like, maybe move into? Things that are currently in the deck? Because you've played this uh, pretty on and off all summer. Is there anything that you have done in your testing, your playing, that you have seen where it's like, I don't know if I really like a lot of this card or I want more of this card. Um, you know, like an example I'm thinking off the top of my head is like, you know, Aliyah Dawnbringer, like a one of that. Would that be something that would get increased or is there other cards that have crossed your mind? I mean, honestly, I've thought about maybe adding another Lyra, but she's tutorable and it's a legendary. So once you have one, there's no point in having a second one. It's a dead draw. So Thalia's Lancers is really the thing that helps develop this deck to become a 
uh, a big threat because it can tutor up like a lot of your scary pieces like chromatic ori any deck that's facing down a chromatic ori is thinking like the amount of ramp that this deck does is ridiculous because if you have tron and ori out that's uh a, a big finale of glory right there mm-hmm. yeah that's 12 mana on turn four if you miss your turn four land drop for sure. No, I've thought about maybe, you know, like I said before, adding either another Overwhelming Splendor or Norn's Annex or something. Um, maybe shaving down to three or possibly even two Chromatic Ories, but right now I'm kind of liking the four just for trying to be able to draw it and have it in hand and not having to wait to tutor for it. Right. Increasing your chances to actually get that on turn three seem very, uh, very important for especially this style of build. Yeah. The only downside, though, is, I mean, if you get it in opening hand or draw it within, you know, turn three or four, then your other three copies are dead draws later on, which, I mean, there's always downside with that, but. Uh, another notable downside, I would say, with something like this is the fact that a lot of the spells are double white pips. You have Baneslayer, which is three white white. Uh, Lyra, which is three white white. Thalia's Lancers, which is three white white. And Archangel Avacyn, which is three white white. Or even Finale of Glory. With something like this, what is what has been your experience with not being able to get double white to be able to cast um I, I remember in the early iterations of this deck you did have arkham's astrolabe before it got banned back in the end of july I oh my god yeah no this deck was so much better with astrolabe in it it was so much easier to get that second pip i know i asked this earlier but uh prismatic prism the uh weaker definitely weaker version of arkham's astrolabe it's two mana etbs draw a card and then you pay a mana and you filter for any color when it comes to a card like that uh i don't know how much thought you've put into help fixing mana but is is that a thing that you've noticed where getting needing to hit that double mana i mean if i went that route i could shave down on the orgies i figured this would be the perfect time without Astrolabe to try to go all in on the Ori, see how that worked, and then adjust from there. For sure. And, um, yeah, but as soon as anything that gets you, like, the Chromatic Ori, then double pips are never a worry for you, so it makes sense. You know, focus in on the Ori, having four of, and, you know, like, essentially you have pseudo eight copies with Athalia's Lancers. Right. The only thing I wish I could do is be able to tutor up for the Platinum Angel. Yes. But then this deck would just be busted as hell. I, I, I remember I did note to you about a month ago, um, Board the Weatherlight. It was uh, white one, and it kind of does what uh, Commune with the Gods does. Yeah, you look I, at the top I, five cards, and you reveal a historic card and put it in your hand. Sorcery speed. I tested with that. It was, yeah. No. No, not, as, not as many good targets. It was not okay. 
yeah, it doesn't it doesn't grab everything that you want. Like it grabs you the same things what Thalia's Lancers does, but Thalia's Tutors specifically. And looking at the top five, then you're just increasing your chances of hitting a chromatic orrery or a platinum angel or an orange annex. Like those are the only other three things that you'd be well, two things, because uh chromatic orrery again is legendary and can be tutored up with Thalia's Lancers, but Platinum Angel and Norn's Annex are unable to. So that level of like card selection, not having the white ancient stirrings is not too detrimental to not having something like that so far. I mean, it hasn't been bad. Like I said, with that little bit that I included that weather light in, it just, uh, just wasn't doing it. It wasn't consistent enough. It just wasn't, just felt too clunky. You want to give us a quick breakdown on uh, archetype matchups that you have that are like favorable and not favorable? I mean, decks like this are a little on the slower side. You're going to have, you know, depending on when you can get your safety net out, you're always going to have that underhand you know, towards aggro, they're always going to try to just race underneath you. You got uh, five uh, five easy things to be countering that in the main board with Wrath of God and Norn's Annex. But then you can also include Path to Exile as a way to be dealing with like a prowess creature that comes out like a Monastery Swiss Sphere or a Sprite Dragon or a Soulscar Mage that's just coming in and beating hard like or boards that progressively get bigger because like turn one soul scar turn two swift spear turn three into a sprite dragon with whatever uh instant or sorcery to prowess trigger on all of those essentially like wrath of god just clears that board and most of the time your opponent's out so like are these numbers specifically chosen to help mitigate that aggro matchup in this case generally yeah the other thing too is depending on what i'm playing against like if i know i'm playing against certain things um it changes how i make my land drops there's certain decks where you know game two and three i'm shooting more for tron turn four or five where i'm trying to get that double white out or even just a single white out faster so i have that path available or i have that wrath available so, so far, uh, when pl- with playing this deck and trying to get that double white, um, I bet that's a lot of uh, a lot of listeners' thoughts, for sure. Like, hang on this double white. Like, when you got E-Tron or even Green-Tron, a lot of Green-Tron spells only cost one green. Uh, E-Tron is all colorless, so Tron just straight up pays for your Thought Not Seers, your uh, Emrakul's. I mean, I don't even think E-Tron plays Emrakul's, but anyways... Uh, you know, stuff like that. Thought not seers is the biggest thing. Now trying to focus on colors, how does how do you believe that that changes your view on how to sequence this? Like is I don't know, like fetch lands. This deck is missing fetch lands currently. Is that more of a budget reason or is that more of like you know, like land reasons? I don't know. <laughs> probably a little bit of both i mean i 
honestly, I have a hard time wrapping my head around putting fetch lands in a monocolor deck. Because why why would I want to pay life in a in a dicey matchup when that could have just been a basic, you know, in its place and then I already would have had it. I mean that one life could make or break. Definitely, definitely it can. Yeah, and you can't search for your Urza lands, your John lands. Exactly, with, yeah. I mean you can't fetches, Yeah, so there's no point. Yeah. Like if if you could have a fetch or a shock or something that comes in that allows you to search for that exactly. certain land that you're looking for, finally just hey, go look for a forest plains, mountains, islands, um swamp card or basic land. It's like well I mean essentially the expedition maps are my fetches. Yep. When you think about it. True, but you only got uh, only got four of those. Well, that's all you need, really. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of decks that only have you know four to maybe six. I do remember an episode of the dive down where they went into the math of uh, certain decks and how uh, the percentages weigh out. And uh, one of the numbers that I remember is the chance that you have Tron on turn one with a seven-card hand is 9%. That is a very very, uh, good episode to be listening about the math and stuff because they go uh, further into your chances of being able to get into Tron on turn three, just naturally get into Tron. You're and like breaking chance- in and out. I'm breaking in and out? On my end, you are breaking in and out. I don't know if you could check your... Uh, see if you're fully connected in there. Am I, am I coming in breaking on your end? Maybe? As far as I can tell, you're fine. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you're like the last minute you were just break. You were just not there. I heard static. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that must just be you then because I didn't hear static or mm, anything. That's weird. Because hey, you've been fun the entire Were you plugged in? Four then? hours. Yeah, I've been plugged okay. in since eight. Well, I was just making sure that it didn't like. <laughs> He's just been playing in. Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Watching shit on Facebook. Been whopping it up over there. Whop I that. can't whop. <laughs> Whack. W A C. Candy. That's the aftermath. <laughs> oh my that's God. after you make the macaroni. <laughs> so. How often do you find yourself mulligan down to try and get it in natural Tron? Like game one off the bats, do you mull down to like five to try and increase your chances? Because like I was saying, uh, the dive down, they did the math and your chances get better by a significant margin each time you mulligan down. I can't remember the exact number, but I feel it goes from like nine to 17 to 20 something percent of the time. Like, you know, you go down to four cards your chance to have Tron because you're still looking at seven. Like, so yeah, that's, that's it. Mulliganing and this specific version of Tron. I mean, I've always fairly been in the mindset where you can aggressively mold down to five and still be fairly okay. Right around that five limit is where I start to get a little sketchy, but I usually do try to look for 
at least two Tron pieces in hand and a map, or at least a Tron piece and, you know, a map, something to where I have the ability to search and then hopefully draw into the third piece. Okay, so uh, we're talking mulligans. Uh, mulligan in game two is always something that is super important. And another thing that's important in game two is the sideboard. Uh, I feel we've pretty, pretty went into like how the main board is functioning, like some of its weaknesses and stuff like Tron is Tron. It's going to be one of the things. So how do you shore up like game two against some more oppressive thing that you can't deal with? So let's uh, jump into the sideboard here. Yeah, no, definitely. No, the, the sideboard I'm honestly I'm pretty happy with. It's 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 been pretty good to me. Yeah, and um so let's uh let's read off some cards here so that way uh, links in the description below if you want to like look along as we're talking about it. But uh but uh we have blind obedience, a two of generous gift, which is a three of. Helia's intervention is a two of. Uh, core fired answer a two of. Ruined halo a two of. Shattered the sky a single. Winds of abandon a single and wing shards. Uh, a two of. And one thing that is definitely noticeable is, uh, let's see, that's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven of the cards can be have the flexibility to be sided in against aggressive matchups, which are blind obedience, wing shards, shatter to the sky, winds of abandon, uh, core firewalker, and stuff like that. Is the aggro matchup that brutal against you? It can be, yeah. Because a lot of these aggro decks are wanting to win by turn three while you're usually sitting back and kind of dirtling till turn three. So you want that little bit of insulation. Aggro is a thing that you're bad against. Proven here. But can we can we talk a little bit about like ruined halo? Is that just more of a um recency bias kind of kind of thing having this card in since it got reprinted in Core 21? Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's just a, it just brought it to the for- forefront of my mind. And especially with like Heliod combo and uh, other stuff like that, just kind of helps insulate against specific combo cards. Which makes sense. I mean, Ruined Halo has always been proven as a powerful card. And in this deck, where having the, uh, the double white could matter with Nykthos, mm-hmm. it does seem pretty important. I I still can't get off the fact that um, this deck is very double pip uh, intensive, you know, uh, consuming. It needs the double pips. Why do you think I haven't dropped to less than four chromatic orders yet? Right. Um, I do know when we were first talking about this deck, uh, I had a a card suggestion. I suggested it to you, you played it, and you didn't like it at all. Is um it, it was golden egg. It's a way for you to be getting more Oh yeah, oh hell no. 
I'm going to shut that down hardcore. When it, the double pips, it's just one of those things you just got to live with? Or is there something that you're actively looking at to maybe like shave at the 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 white pips, the multiple white pips that you need? I mean, there's always room for improvement. It just, I don't know, I'm kind of happy with where it's at right now, personally, at the moment. Um, it sucks that Astrolabe got the ban because that was really freaking awesome. Like it, it Astrolabe made this deck home, but it's just something you got to live with now. I'm just trying to find, you know, how to replace that, how to move on after the Astrolabe ban. Well, maybe this will be the the spot where we can end this end this podcast, passing the question off to our listeners and being like. Uh, export this deck, play it in moto, play it in paper. Like you have options to print it off, uh, print off proxies with, uh, what's that proxy site there, JB? Um, you can either use mtgpress.net, um, but they don't update like newer sets as fast. Uh, if you want to get the new sets pretty close to right after they come out, use deckstats.net. Uh, both of those. I'll put links in the description down below. But yeah, question is passed off to you. The challenge actually is passed off to you, dear listeners who have listened to this uh, hour and 45 minute after hours podcast. Oh, and yes, I do know about the car and wish package. I just, for budget reasons, oh. I didn't include it. Um, you know, you, you guys can if you want. That's I guess that's another way to search up Platinum Angel if you need it, but... That is that's a very good call. We almost closed this podcast without even mentioning that because that was something that we've always that we were always talking about right off the bat when we were making this deck because the current package itself is very potent and allows you to like pivot uh, in any matchup pretty good quickly with you know Trinsphere or you would have um, the Grave uh, Graft Digger's Cage or uh, Dampen Sphere. Ooh, the wet balls. God, how I love that card. The other wob. Pretty much. Wet ass balls. <laughs> yeah, just right off the bat, the, the level of improvements that could be done to this. Like Oh yeah, no, I mean don't don't fool yourselves. I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to push a finely honed finished product here. This is this is definitely got a lot of room for improvement and you know like we said before I, you know we we challenge you guys figure out ways where you know stuff that i haven't yet stuff like that i know i'll say this right here right now i'm definitely more in the side of trying to find like ways to filter through card or draw through cards and like filter land you know like try and find the as best of a replacement of arkham's astrolabe as you can Good luck with card draw on white. Yeah. I mean, you got the artifacts. Prismatic Prism. I mean, hell, even even Golden Egg. Like, one that's shown to be pretty crappy. My uh, my wife, who doesn't play Magic a lot, I told her about both cards, and she's like, yeah, no, Golden Egg is just a stupid card. Why, why would you not want to use Prismatic Prism? It's like, man, I guess I had the wrong idea the whole time. Right. But yeah, uh, this deck can go multiple angles, can uh, punch up, definitely shows like 
being able to get these big angels cannot be underestimated, cannot be discounted either. So JB, give us some final thoughts on this deck that you have. Everybody spam the shit out of this deck. It's fun. Just play it. Don't listen to them. Maybe this is the deck where we're like, everybody try this during a Wii leak and then send us back your results and we there just you go. keep constructing it to make it better. We challenge you listeners. Test this out. Run it through a league online. Run it through a LGS league. Something. Just have fun with it. Let us know. Tweak it. Make it your own. Let us know how it goes. So from there, thank you so much, Magic Folk, for joining us on this very tangenty uh, episode of This Week in MTG. It's a bonus episode. Uh, there's no number with that. I think we can give our uh, sponsor, J-Dubs, a plug here real quick. Check out J-Dubs. Link's in the description down below. They sell singles and uh, magic product. Not just magic, but they also have Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! They have a thing going on where they ship cards to PSA or Beckett to help you get them graded. And um, Danny actually just got a card sent out to get graded. Yes, I did. Would you like to give us a little description of how that uh, went out? How that worked? Um, so, <laughs> may sound really, 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 really dumb and simple. I just brought my card into J-Dubs. Filled out a piece of paper with my contact information and gave him the card. That's all you have to do. He does everything else. Sweet, simple, to the point. You're yep. looking to get cards graded? Go check out JTubs. Also, they have a bounty program where uh, I haven't checked their case yet this week, but I'm pretty sure Arid Mesa, like the Fetches and Shocks, yep. are on there. And the bounty program, if you're asking, is a program where you get a 10% uh, trade in bonus. To cards that are on J-Dub's bounty list, like an Arid Mesa or a Scalding Tarn. Yeah, I want to say there's like four or five, I think, open right now. Windswept Heaths, honestly, that surprised me, are on the bounty list too right now. Really? Mm -hmm. Those are like twelve cart, twelve dollars a cart, I think. Uh, I think they're up to like fifteen now again. Oof. But yeah, I mean they're. There on there. Uh, I think Scalding Tarns are on there. I think Aired Maces were still on there. There's a couple others, but I can't remember. I know he got some hollowed fountains in. Well, there you have it, folks. Our closing ad read, and I guess our uh, this is our next uh, podcast ending clip. Anything else you all want to say before we close this podcast then? I think the pod kitty wants to talk. Yes, pod kitty wants to talk. Danny. He shakes his head for all of those listeners out there. As he's playing Candy Crush. And from there, we will talk to you guys later. Toodles. Wop it up. <laughs> <laughs>